story. The suspension of disbelief. I will believe. Just make the case even slightly plausible. And I as reader, I as listener, will follow and allow the transformation, that of experience, to become my own. Why do we do this? Is it another's voice? Company? That keeps us on the page? Meaning? Purpose? In the words? We welcome humor, shock, hope, as we learn what happened. In this case, right here, someone wakes on the other side. What if I said the rendering is not of the pen and your suspension of disbelief is not needed? Does it spoil it, the move from fiction to here? It does. There's more for us in fiction. The almost truth is there, just beyond the clutter. I describe here what this side is like. Life is left behind, fiction land begins. Truth, just up ahead there. But resistance remains. The way loneliness remains in life, no matter what you have propped up around you. In your car there, seeing out the window, at your desk, searching for an idea. Crossing the lawn, Running a woodsy trail, senses receive, but knowing is blunted. I have found a way to communicate with you. You are living the future by way of receiving it. But I veer from the path. I'll leave the obscure. This is what happened. Sunlight. Wind on the rice stems. Stems free of their shallow roots and blown with wakes across the pool of irrigated water. Sunlight. Japan. That is where this is. The all-for-one spirit, the hot sake, the cold sushi, and the sitting under the peach blossoms, the tea ceremony with its green goo juice and old man's shaving brush. Temples, traffic, pedestrians, fashion, food, valleys, and mountains, cute and cruel. We the visitors see these things. They live for us. Are the culture here? But what is the culture here? Like dead. Shinto, Buddhist, Christian, Jewish, Muslim. None know that. Well, Hugh is gone. Hugh, the attribute of a color by virtue of the discernible red, yellow, or blue. 
and their varied mixes, hue, dependent on the dominant wavelength, independent of intensity or lightness, hue, replaced by wispy white, to death-seeing eyes, that is, the age-old depiction, the Casper of the comic book, the wispy white ghost, the notion had to come from somewhere. It came from the few down through the ages who could peer over into this side. That's appearance. The individual remains. Hierarchy. That also remains. Order by way of rank, privilege by way of order. Yuji was their leader. Fujiwara Yuji of the Fujiwara clan the family to rule Japan from 1,000 to 1,800. He wouldn't leave the past alone when we met. Every conversation, who he was, where he came from, no one else did that. The ceaseless storytelling of what went on before. But this gave him his power, I came to learn. Memory, the life back there, the events back there repeated to the point of chanting. It keeps you ghostly, this hanging on. Keeps you wispy white, which is a residue. When you forget all that back there, which mostly always occurs, you go truly colorless. They think I'm mad, that the smell of milk is in me. Though there is no in and no me anymore. The sense of body, the being is upright, is gone. Holding on like what went on in the place before the kid whose family has moved to a new town. It is how we are. New ones, filled with resistance to let go of what was. It's what the newish do and I'm brand new. It's not the easiest thing in the world, letting go of life. It was all you had. Your guitar, jeans, clothes, bicycle, passport, skin, money, hair, shoes, socks, and gloves. That was you. Let me put it this way. Giving up the ghost as you take on the ghost. Giving up the ghost completely as you free of all form. God knows I have trouble with it. I don't have a handle on it yet. When I first got my death conscience, after that spill in the ditch, I stayed a good long time there in the dying and reviving typhoon winds. They battered and whipped. Rain clawed at the corduroys I had on that day. I became stiller and stiller, like sediment. I've mentioned the presence, that which was watching and studying me. I learned that this was me. In time, you lift and turn, so to speak, and study what you had been, who you had been. What impresses you is the potential that had been there. I've mentioned the Buddhist, how they say, watch yourself, 
from outside. The Buddhists knew something of all this. They had stumbled onto the truth. Death is this, a watching of yourself from outside. Buddhist teaching has you do that in life, see yourself as from above or outside. And in doing so, you see where all this goes. It was three days I was there before they found me. The farmer Kilroy was the first on the scene. I had named him Kilroy because of the round forehead that looked to have a question mark on it, and the big dark eyes he used to watch me with his question mark forehead. His name also mixed in with the gun I saw in his truck one day while riding by. Weren't firearms illegal in the hands of the common citizen here? He had fired a crow one day while I was riding by. The shot came a little too close for comfort. It seemed to be saying something. No, he didn't particularly like the sight of me. I don't know where the dislike came from. Does there need to be a place where dislike comes from? It's not all love and games out here. Rumor had to be attached to my name. My going over to pay the rent that night, scaring the landlord and his wife. He heard about the school, surely he did. And he was old enough, old enough to have fought in the war. Do you hear the presumptions? Don't judge, they say. It's easier not to breathe, your honor. He would stare, Kilroy, every time I went by on my bicycle. Stare so much that I was forced to stare right back. I know I was a blight on the landscape, the stranger who rents a cottage here, where his granddaughters go to Yumisaki High School. And then the guy, he quits. Something must be up with him. Do you remember Infidelity Highway? The line of cars along the abandoned stretch that I included on my cycling route to the city, salarymen and their secretary mistress, on the Japanese work break, hiding in plain sight under a traveled overpass, communal the practice, a line of cheating cars half a kilometer long, whose windows my face avoided. Well, beyond this were the fields of Farmer Kilroy, where I lay, a kilometer past Infidelity Highway. Days worth of low and dead in a wet field. Farmer, sunlight, morning. I will say I saw, but it was a wraparound feel-seeing, like in the Christmas ball that hangs on the tree. He came up to me, my puffed-up, rigid self, post-typhoon rain and typhoon wind. He scrunched up his nose, mumbled, poked me with the barrel of his gun, poked, poked. I felt violated, yet no word left my mouth. I was fearful for some reason. And what's to be fearful of in this situation? The man had coordinated my death, I felt. I still feel that. 
You put that irrigation faucet in a place I would strike it. A dip in the road was there. Your steering always had to go haywire a moment at this point. He was a master of the slight chance. And he increased those chances ever so slightly. He may have unlashed the straps of the lumber truck too in the storm. Why not? Going up to talk to the drivers, offering help, undoing the straps round back because he saw me coming and he knew the sheets would tear off in my direction. I didn't see him there. I didn't see him do this, no. But why not? Cleverness is in people. Some see how action will lead on to the near impossible and watch and see how that impossible becomes possible. They are killers that never in a million years get caught. They feel how events will go in their bones. It's their craft. He had lived long, had watched the world, studied its physics, knew how the oddest of things can result in a wish coming true. To this day, question remains, his connection with that faucet, that bump in the road you had to swerve from, a faucet right here, perfect height for the falling from a bicycle, and only one person uses this route. I will say he gave me the creeps. Let's leave it at that. And here he was poking me, his find in his field, his barrel tip inciting bead, poking a body, the foreigner who had unsettled him. Four syllables I heard. Ureshides. With pleasure. And I am not mistaken. The cops showed in a white van, a van too small for the likes of me. Officers got out. Two, in police hats with plastic film over their brims. They motioned for the farmer to pass over the gun. The farmer spoke hard in his throat, begrudgingly giving what he had. He told a story, but journalized it, surprising me. There was no opinion, just the facts. They lifted me, touched me to load me in. And it was at this touch, this human touch, that my vision cleared and distance came and I saw evening. What is that? A sunset. A gorgeous sunset of fire. I saw a spectrum. The way they say the autistic can see. Have you ever witnessed a sunset after a typhoon? Perhaps not if you haven't been here to these islands. Thin blue balloons filled with golden orange juice. I knew now why painters come out to do the work they do, to record, capture essence. A sky lit on lights, swishing horsetails and leaning herring bones. Polished brass coffin grips mixed in cascades of pink lilies that lived a year in your eye. Towers of cloud 1,000 feet high, 
Close your eyes, so to speak. Close open. Feel the trickle of the itsy-bitsy cocaine crystal that tumbles down your throat before tingling, before running amok over your spine. Love. I had it. Goodness, it gripped me like the lost friend, holding me in its arms while the warm, safe breeze you wished for rose, rose in from far-off foothills of dead volcanoes, the white-gloved police officers, the question-mark-headed farmer with gun. We were family out there on the bloated paddy. I felt love for them and sorrow at my wickedness, the ill I had stirred up in life, as natural human living being does in all cases. The human's a shrew when it comes to living. It seemingly cannot learn. Yes, release from all. It had been wrong readings the whole way through. I had been a compass disturbed by a magnet. And that sums up my life. But the wind, the wind, smacking us as they bagged me and loaded me in. Sunlight left. I skipped back in from the outer points, from landscape and form, as my body entered the steel space of the van. And what is this? They're putting my bike in? After me? It won't fit, you clowns. It's putting pressure on my person. They gave the bike to the farmer. Hang on, that's evidence. And he's getting it? Maybe they'd be back for it. After he straightened it and sold it. Not only my story, but he has my bike now. See the things you hang on to? He was talking. And at last, subjectifying. They come to Japan, make big salary, live so easy. This one didn't do so well. So Desine. So Desine, all right. And so, here it begins. Hey.